listeners welcome to another episode of insider's talk i am sadanira i'm rahul your hosts for today so rahul would you like to tell our listeners who we have with us today sure sadanira so we have shitesh dogra with us today shitesh currently heads the digital marketing practice at indigo a micro and nsit alumnus he has over a decade's experience across verticals like marketing sales growth hacking and corporate communications he also co-founded a venture called first eat which offered calorie counted meal services and nutrition consulting to consumers in gurgaon he's a published author his book called amyat a collection of hindi poems is available on amazon flipkart and rekthabooks.com he's extremely passionate about digital marketing brands storytelling innovations and creative pursuits so welcome to our podcast shitis thank you so much guys really excited to be here uh, so shitis uh, since you are an alumnus of mica Uh, would you like to share a glimpse of your MBA journey with us? Oh, Mica was was a was a was a dream time I had two years during 2011 to 13. So, uh, Mica was always my dream college. It was something you know which I was chasing, and luckily you know I got an opportunity to be a part of uh, Mica uh, MBA program. I majored in brand management in Mica, and apart from uh, the phenomenal faculty that we had, and you know. industry experts that we got exposure to uh, we were also exposed to uh, real life projects as well and in addition to that there were a lot of extracurricular activities that you know mica uh, posted and i was a part of that uh, two of my uh, major passions during uh, you know my college days during my engineering as well as during my mba uh, i got to hone them at mica as well so i'm a passionate basketball player i've been you know basketball player for almost a decade and i have done a lot of theater as well so i got to you know basically live that dream at mica as well participated in a lot of competitions won a lot of awards and of course met some really amazing people and uh, you know the, the best part about mica is the diversity of people that come from they, they come from various backgrounds not just engineering but various you know um, other disciplines as well and uh, it 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 really opens up your horizons uh, and the way you see the world yeah and i think that was the best part we were you know uh, we were exposed to subjects like culture and communication innovation and marketing entrepreneurship and you know many other uh, various subjects and i think that was that was a fantastic time i had and you know uh, this is just uh, just a uh, Um, I would say anecdote. I would like to share. <laughs> My engineering college also had red bricks. My college also had red bricks. So <laughs> you know that kind of brings in uh, you know evokes the feelings of nostalgia. I don't know why. Just the thing right. that I had, but, but I had a really amazing time at Mica. That's great. And Shethis, if you don't mind us uh, asking you, like, is there any particular incident from Mica that is very memorable that you'd like to share with us? Something that you know. people or oh yes here. definitely there are many there are many but uh, so there's one incident which is etched in my memory uh, and you know if anyone from my batch is listening to this podcast they might might remember this so uh, i was in my first year way back in 2011 i think it was september 2011 and uh, we used to have a theater fest which uh, was more kind of you know open to uh, all the batches in mica and uh, i was performing uh, for a play and uh, i was you know i was i was i was sort of a protagonist of the play and uh, my 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 performance apparently was a bit of a tear jerker and people were really moved so you know when um, the performance ended 
the entire auditorium gave me at least a 7 to 8 minute standing ovation everyone was just chanting dogra 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 and i was that speechless i didn't know what to do you know i had never experienced something like this so it was you know it was it was a very emotional moment and uh, you know whenever i think of that moment i still get goosebumps and uh, i even you know we we performed that play for theater fest at smc as well and i got you know the best actor award as well for that vidhu vinod chopra the notable bollywood director gave me that award and it was all because you know of of that play and uh, there were like 200 people in the auditorium and we were chanting my name and then you know when i was off stage i was surrounded by all the folks the people were crying their hearts out and i was speechless so you know this That's is one great. memory which yeah it gives me goosebumps and never i think about yeah i'm sure you'll cherish this memory forever it is incredible yeah how that many people appreciate you yeah. absolutely okay. absolutely so uh, after your mba uh, you've worked for over a decade now uh, from all your experience uh, till date Uh, what are some of the tools and skills that you'll suggest every marketer should explore uh, in order to have a smooth onboarding with the new opportunities ahead i'm glad you're asking this question because you know a lot of people uh, when they're getting into their uh, professional journey they're not sure you know how to basically address that or how to be better prepared for that so uh, you know in the world of marketing there are a lot of skills that come in handy some are soft skills and some are application or technology based but uh, i think copywriting is one skill that really makes your job fun and easier as a marketer you know uh, every marketer must aspire to take up some uh, copywriting course online available try to hone this skill then uh, you know in addition to this uh, the working knowledge in application of uh, ms excel and powerpoint is also important you know marketers uh, work on a lot of data and presentations you know and if you have mastered this skill within b school itself your work life will be a breeze trust me and uh, you know another critical uh, skill set that helps marketers uh, would be to have good uh, customer insights or research understanding so that they can apply these insights when they are you know uh, shaping up a campaign or thinking of a new idea uh, in in addition to this i think one should have a keen sense of uh, attention to detail so that you know the work uh, which is done by marketers it's it's out there right it's visible to the entire world so it has to be flawless so if if you have a hawk eye to you know uh, finding attention to details it will be really helpful in your career and uh, so these are some of the soft skills that i'm talking about and i think the, the next uh, would be something around the application side which is you know working knowledge of uh, digital marketing platforms and tools uh, there are a lot of uh, free courses uh, which are available on youtube and other websites as well uh, you know so you should try and uh, consume that content you should definitely know the fundamentals of this marketing stuff like uh, seo website metrics uh, analytics tool like google analytics how to run ads on facebook uh, and google is something really basic that you should know it's not rocket science but uh, you know if you put your mind and heart to it you will definitely be able to uh, you know uh, gain a lot of knowledge out of it and uh, trust me you know if you have these skills it will come in really handy Uh, when someday you're trying to open your venture, you know, or have your own startup, I have uh, basically, you know, uh, I've basically implemented this in my own startup. That's why I'm telling you, it's it's, it's super helpful. Right. Uh, so since you have mentioned social media websites, uh, we would like to know that with the rise of all these social media platforms, uh, how have aviation companies leveraged these platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok? Uh, how do they engage with their audience uh, to promote their services? A very interesting question. Uh, 
so first I'd like to talk about you know how the behavior on social media has kind of shaped uh, over the last few years. Uh, you know everything being done on social media, you're putting up content out there, but uh, you're consuming content. But now you know people are using social media uh, as a source for uh, searching stuff, right? A lot of searches are happening on social media platforms, and uh, you know if it so happens that social media is apparently the you know the first place where people go to uh, uh, interact with your brand. That's the first place they go and see what the brand is doing, you know, and and how to get a sense about it. And uh, the good part of social media is that it allows brands to do a two-way communication, which kind of builds a very strong advocacy with customers. You would be shocked to know that YouTube is slowly emerging as the go-to place for customers. People are searching stuff on YouTube. For example, the search uh, for the keyword "flight" has risen by almost hundred percent last one year. And that's a staggering insight. And uh, apart from that, you know, community building is also one part which is uh, extremely strong uh, thanks to social media. Social media platforms are also a great way to you know create a community of believers, people who love to engage with your brand. And people who have high intent, right? Because they're coming and searching specifically for stuff, and which makes a, you know a ready-made case for a loyal audience that can be targeted for your promotional or any informational communication in the future. Uh, reels, for example, of course, you know the entire world is on reels. They're consuming reels. They're making reels. Uh, reels can give you you know immense reach for your posts organically. Yeah, uh, we see a lot of reels going viral, but you know uh, if you do it right, you can get so much reach and reach uh, you know you tap into your target audience if you do it right, and you know you get all of it for free. You're not paying a dime for that, and uh, so that's the organic part. You know how social media is helping your brand and helping you as a user as well. But uh, you know alternatively, you can also run targeted paid ads to potential uh, users um, through different formats. You know, people can engage with your website or your app, and you get quality traffic. And uh, you know, if you've observed, uh, a lot of brands use Twitter as their ORM, which is the online response management tool. And if you see, it's it's typically a free tool for people or brands to resolve queries for the customers. So you know, you're in touch with your customers without spending a dime. So that's the beauty of it. So if I have to summarize, you know, uh, social platforms are extremely critical. uh they act as uh, very good vehicles for brand awareness uh, news user acquisition and user engagement you know if you understand the channel right right uh, shitis we also see a lot of content every day every minute and every second these days uh, today content marketing is booming so how do you think content is going to shape for marketing further uh, especially in terms of digital marketing uh, what are some of the opportunities that you think we'll need to explore in future yeah well yeah content marketing has been uh, on the rise for the last 6 uh, 7 years since the you know the startup boom exploded in india at the fag end of 2014 content marketing has been the poster child for every startup uh so i'd like to share something uh, which is my understanding of uh, you know how i've, I've consumed marketing and i've created campaigns uh, i think the uh, conscious consumers of today want uh, uh, branded content which either uh, you know educates them informs them or entertains them so if you're uh, approaching content marketing from this lens it will not seem like a hardcore selling uh so as long as brands keep customers in the center of any content creation they would definitely consume the content you know whether it is branded or the otherwise and that's the biggest differentiator in your marketing strategy uh if i have to say you know it's basically marketing which doesn't feel too pushy i'd like to give an example 
so we recently at indigo launched two new content properties on our social media handles and the response has been amazing so there's one property which is called 60 tours so this is basically a series on uh, instagram where you know uh, we show you a city from the lens of our cabin crew yeah uh, the cabin crew goes across the city exploring all the best part of the of the city the food the people the culture and you know the response has been amazing and uh, the second series that you started it's called license to fly which tries to you know help uh, customers who want to know how to become a pilot yeah it's it's a question that it's on everybody's mind that you know being a pilot is a fantastic job <laughs> you're on 35000 feet and you know how does one become a pilot what all is needed so this this uh, series is on youtube the full episode and it's also received amazing response and uh, and now recently you know the the whole talk around ai the generative ai in the market uh, the type of content consumers are getting it's it's really innovative it's diverse and it's it's really engaging and then this opens up the doors of creativity you know which talks uh, to various sets of uh, consumers people who are customers people who are marketers people who are non marketers people who are business owners or entrepreneurs so i would definitely say yeah exciting times ahead for content marketing sure it is i mean that's very interesting um but yeah, you've mentioned indigo and you've been working in indigo for a while now before this you worked at ongc so you know, when we were just going through your experience we came across this uh, you went through this reputation damage control exercise as part of this oil uh, this now nagram oil rig blowout so yeah i mean that seems like such a big challenge uh, could you just give us an insight or a glimpse of what you had to go uh, through to make sure that you could uh, limit uh, whatever uh, damage that was taking place with respect to that incident yeah so you know online reputation management is one of the critical functions that uh, bigger organizations need to have and especially the organizations uh, you know that are uh, public in nature who have who are basically answerable to shareholders any negative news can impact your share price massively and you know that's why orm teams and reputation management teams need to you know uh, be there with proper processes and uh, so you know uh, i think the bedrock of uh, reputation management is uh, the truth whenever any crisis happens the first thing the corporate communication teams need to do is to get the facts correct and all the information from past that can probably you know have a potential impact uh, on the incident uh, the next step would be to do a thorough on ground inspection and find out elements that triggered the incident and you know uh, after this uh, proper scrutiny uh, through a task force you share your findings in official capacity through a press release that clearly highlights the reason uh, the incident happened your analysis of it and the remedial measures you're going to you know uh, follow after this uh, when the unfortunate incident at nagram happened uh, we engaged our internal task force uh, that worked in close tandem with the government uh, authorities to do the root cause analysis uh, of the incident uh then we shared our findings with the national media in an official press release and uh, so that was the first part right understanding the incident and giving out an honest statement after this came the major part which was essentially my project to do sensitization in the operating areas around disaster management and all the communication around it uh you know in in oil most of the uh, uh the drilling and the operations that happen are in the remote areas and they are in hamlets uh, where you know a lot of people are uh, living around it there are villages and you are unable to people you need to take care of the resources and everything so uh, you know what we did we did a massive uh, uh, outreach through traditional media in vernacular language 
we distributed a lot of pamphlets we put a lot of holdings uh, and you know uh, toll free numbers information we distributed in schools government places and all the meeting places in villages and try to sensitize that if you see anything untoward you know happening or even simmering you give us a call and you know ongc team did a fantastic job and they were uh, available 24/7 uh, on, on this toll free number to mitigate uh, you know any anything that was happening and we did that in the local language we did it in telugu and that's why you know we were able to do a kind of a good job of it in terms of addressing uh, future incidents uh, and uh, uh, you know this helped mitigate near misses and se- serious cases significantly so yeah i think reputation management is a critical function and, and should not be taken lightly at all right i mean that's that's quite interesting because um indigo itself has also seen uh, controversial news in the past right i mean so how does that affect the digital marketing of the airline like how does the marketing team deal with this and is there any particular role that data analytics can play for example in this exercise very interesting question so uh, you know as a brand uh, we get more good news than bad news and uh, we also have a very strong crisis management over mt uh, you know which which comes into the picture to ensure uh, we resolve anything uh, negative or you know false information being peddled and uh, you know i think uh, before we jump into the data aspect uh, of it um, as marketers we need to understand uh, you know how do we make sense out of data what kind of data would be important for us yeah so let's say if any untoward incident or any controversy happens we as digital marketers uh, closely monitor the online sentiment to gauge how it can impact the brand uh, you know or any of our ongoing campaigns uh, a simple example would be monitoring your social media comments or app store listings for example uh, your online response management tool can set alerts let's say if there is an issue with your product you get uh, you know alerts that there are a lot of spikes in let's say uh, negative comments or one star ratings or stuff like that and basis that analysis you know we take decisions whether we want to amplify uh, any campaign or maybe just just you know pause it for the moment and uh, this is also you know we keep a close check on any customer focused promotional communication that needs to go out uh, during this period you know it's very important that you know if the sentiment is negative you need to take a call whether this campaign really needs to go today or not can we live without it or you know uh, that kind of information uh, that, that needs to be addressed got it got it so I mean, that, 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 that does seem like a pretty significant challenge nonetheless um and this reminds me of uh, one of the biggest challenges we've had over the uh, past decade in fact which is three years back we had our covid-19 pandemic so how has the aviation industry adapted its marketing strategies in response to covid-19 and have you learned any particular lesson from other industries that you could apply um to where you're working now yeah so yeah i guess uh, you know covid hit uh, the aviation sector really hard but uh, gladly it has bounced back and you know the numbers are pretty strong uh, the the uh, percentage of flyers is is probably has crossed the pre covid levels but uh, you know uh, if i have to talk about how it has shaped the industry's outlook after uh, this uh, covid pandemic uh, you know airlines have been extra cautious with respect to uh, the hygiene the basic operations and uh, customer support aspects you know uh, i'm sure you will agree with me uh, whenever we are flying or you know anyone is flying there's a lot of uh, anxiety that people go through they need support they need human interaction to alleviate their fears and you know any any doubts uh, around their travel and that's why you know uh, having having a human approach and having a 
you know uh, a scalable technical approach in terms of customer service uh, goes a long long way uh, but give an example uh, uh, indigo did an rfid based innovation that checks all the life jackets on board on a plane in a matter of minutes and by doing this we reduce the turnaround time by 90% and you know these uh, strategies go on to improve the customer experience uh, by miles and it, it it only you know enhances their faith in the brand and uh, you know we keep innovating to give the best uh, possible experience to our customers uh, we are the only airline in the world uh, that introduced three point disembarkation system on our flights which reduced the turnaround time by almost 7 minutes and you know these things impact the overall overall flying experience massively so the three point disembarkation system is that you know you could either get off from the back door or the front door but uh, in the front there are two doors one is left on the right and the three point disembarkation system you know address that and people could get off the plane faster and you know go to their respective destinations and it it, it elevated the customer experience massively uh from a marketing perspective i think post covid uh, international travel has picked up massively and it forms a considerable chunk of the marketing campaigns uh, being churned out by brands today uh themes like uh, domestic staycation and solo travel have also boomed and i think uh, this is being used to, you know massively as levers by airlines to promote destinations right uh, it is great to know about the initiatives taken by indigo Uh, going back to your conversation with Rahul, we talked about ONGC recently. Uh, so we know that you have worked in oil and gas industry, but we also know that you have uh, worked in the automobile industry as well. Uh, automobile and aviation industries are very different yet similar. Uh, so, how has your experience in the automobile industry helped you uh, serve better in the aviation industry? And could you share some similarities in terms of strategizing campaigns? Oh, it's a very interesting question. Uh, well uh, the industries might be different but the target audience is same humans and uh, we at indigo our endeavor is always to get indians to take the first step towards air travel and whenever they do they should think of indigo and uh, you know the level of extensive connectivity we bring to the table for flyers is the reason that our motto is india by indigo we are connecting the country uh, within itself taking people to places and also taking india to the world and you know if i have to draw a parallel uh, i'd say brand reputation and value for money are some of the key things that indian consumers pay most attention to uh, during my stint with honda i was managing two major states in northern india and my on ground experience was a testimony to the fact that indian consumers don't mind spending extra uh, you know as long as uh, the true value is being offered also uh, another common component in both the industries would be customer service you know that's when the moment of truth comes to the fore and stays with the customers for a long time you know as a customer whenever i needed you and you were there for me that is going to stay with me for a long time and you know that's why i think uh, customer service is an integral component uh, to winning the indian consumer's heart got it um so shithish i wanted to ask you this particular question about united airlines because it's something that was very interesting when we were just uh, doing the rest of our aviation industry um so they appointed a, a new chief trash officer named oscar um it's very interesting title and they had a advertising campaign featuring oscar from sesame street who likes trash um and they were using it to highlight their sustainable uh, aviation initiatives so as a marketer uh, storytelling is a valuable skill Uh, but it's not as far as at least we have seen from our perspective observed in the aviation industry so what do you think about this creative approach 
Well, I think uh, you know, storytelling has been used extensively in aviation. Uh, you know, some of the oldest and biggest airlines have produced some compelling stories. Uh, you know, brand films in the past. Uh, YouTube is full of them. If you go and look forward to you know Turkish Airlines or probably British Airways, they put some beautiful films. And you know, uh, like I mentioned, we at Indigo also started uh, two content series on social media: the Sixty Tours and License to Fly, which I just mentioned. And as a matter of fact, we turned seventeen this year. And our brand film uh, uh, was released uh, in August when we turned seventeen, and it encapsulates the essence of our journey so far. You know, in the form of a musical video. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Uh, it has over fifty million views, and I think that should tell you something about storytelling. Uh, well, that's about aviation. But uh, coming to the point of United Airlines, mm. I think it was a very clever move. Uh, if we keep the objective in mind, uh, the objective of the campaign was to uh, drive awareness. around the sustainability initiatives uh, done by united you know they chose a character which has immense recall within us you know and this character cuts across the tg cohorts from kids to millennials to parents you know oscar is on everyone's mind and from an audience reach perspective i think it's a brilliant move they've chosen a character you know that everybody knows and it it it, it perfectly blends in with with the motto that you have for this campaign and you know it gets kids and parents talking about sustainability which is you know good for the planet and good for the brand so i think it was a very good move right so coming towards the end of our podcast we would like to know more about your creative side as well uh, so your book ahmiyat uh, has hindi poetry inspired by all your past experiences and observations uh, we would love to hear some lines from your uh, book ahmiyat uh, which would have ahmiyat in our listeners lives as well Thank you so much. Uh, that's that's brilliantly put by you. Uh, so basically, you know, I've always been uh, passionate about writing. By profession, I'm a marketer, but I'm an author at heart. And uh, so, Ahmed was my first book, which came out last year. And uh, whatever I observed over the last decade, uh, you know, I've tried to pen it down, and uh, just hoping that you know, uh, probably some of the listeners might. go and read my book if they can read hindi and might you know connect with it in some some shape or form uh just give me a minute i would like to find something relevant yeah so uh, uh there is uh, you know we as uh, professionals when we enter the professional world you know there's a lot of nostalgia with respect to how life was before we started working and how we were when we were in college and how we were when we were in school there's a lot of nostalgia around it right and uh, this poem that i have i'm going to recite now is is talking about that nostalgia and uh, it's 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 called sham and uh, so this poem is on page number 80 in my book it's, it's poem number 45 so i'll recite it for you guys it basically yes. talks about you know how as a professional i'm reminiscing the days of the past and yearning for them yeah so is poem ka naam hai sham sham meri wo bachpan ki kahi to girvi rakhi hai us qarze ki khatir main jawani roz jalata hu na haath pherti hai sar par ab maa na bhai mujhe rulata hai jawani ki chhat par jaakar main bachpan ko awaaz lagata bajti hai ghanti gali mein meri पर वो कुल्फी वाला अपना आता है धूप देती है ठंडक दिल को और एसी खून जलाता है वो गई शाम क्या बचपन की 
ले गई साथ पसीना भी मुलाकात हुई जिंदगी से ऐसी अब आंखों से पसीना आता है अरसा हुआ अब शाम से मिले रात भी रूठा करती है मैं तो यही हूं तुम करते हो देरी कहकर झूठा मुझे बुलाती है अंधेरे में आता हूं घर जब मोहल्ला सोना लगता है दहलीज पर बैठा एक हल्का सा साया रोज मेरे गले लगता है ये साया है उस शाम का शायद जो मैदान की धूल में बह गई वो शाम जो जिंदगी के हिसाब में गलती से गिर भी रह गई गलती से गिर भी रह गई Uh, anything that you'd like to mention uh, to our listeners uh, they're primarily mba students and of course they'll, they'll look a lot up to you and what you've achieved and they'll be aspirational as well so anything that you'd like to share with them oh definitely i would like to share a couple of things uh, the first thing that i'd like to share is uh, you know please uh, please please talk to people when you have any doubts there's no shame in asking for help Uh, I know placement season would probably start by the fact end of October, November, December in these schools, and people have a lot of anxiety around it. And you know, it tests people a lot. You, your friendship gets tested, your connects get tested, your knowledge gets tested. But please, please don't ever lose hope. Uh, there's a world out there which will definitely embrace you. You know, if you if you have honesty and believe in yourself. I know these sounds like uh, you know. typical you know life gyan or motivation quotes but it's not it's it's really simple and uh, you know if if let's say if you're not getting your dream job on campus it's not the end of the world uh, learn stuff before you you know uh, hit your professional journey and i'm sure you will go places i've seen people you know who who have done wonders in their careers uh, you know uh, and did not get an even a dream job uh, when when got placed on campus but still you know they they kept at it they kept learning and uh, it really helped them so uh, you know you should you should definitely chase learning a lot of people you know of course there are reasons you know when i was starting my career we had to we had education loan and we were looking for a certain amount of ctc that we wanted and stuff like that but trust me it doesn't matter in the long run you should definitely go for the role and do your thorough research for the companies that you want to apply to if it's a space that excites you you should definitely go all out and get as much information as possible and you know and uh, try to make the most of it and uh, and you you can definitely reach out to me anytime if you like if you need any guidance or any help i'm definitely always available i'll try my best to alleviate your fears and probably you know instill some hope uh, for the future so yeah definitely chase learning uh, don't chase money money will follow i know three idiots tells us that 
but it's the truth you will you will realize it once you hit your career uh, secondly please take care of yourself your physical health and mental health if you're not in a good space mentally you won't be able to you know attend your classes your att- attendance will fall short you will not be able to you know deliver results or probably even do your placements mental health is extremely important talk to people you know it it works wonders when you pour your heart out or you know there's one thing that i used to practice was you know diary writing or journaling as they say you know journaling journaling as a method is is prescribed by uh, mental health experts massively because it works you know all the fears that you have just write them in your diary and you know over a period of you realize that your fears list of fears is just just going down because you took them out you realize that you know they're not so big they're just big in your head so mental health you should take care of that your physical health uh, and you know take care of your relationships as well ultimately you know if you are successful or you know if you have achieved something if you don't have people around us to share it with it's all pointless yeah so and there's no shame in accepting that you know you have emotions we are all human beings we have emotions we need uh, to be heard we need to tell people what you're feeling you know whether you're in b school whether you're in professional life or otherwise it's 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 it's, it's, it's very important so yeah these are some of the things i'd like to share with you guys yeah and uh, you know please never be afraid to take uh, risks when you're trying to you know make a switch in your career or trying to take a decision about your career keep a hand to heart and ask yourself whether you know you really want it if you do then go for it don't ever feel scared there's nothing that you can't achieve so that brings an end to another episode of insider's talk we hope you enjoyed this episode and have gained valuable insights about the world of digital marketing please follow us on our instagram and linkedin handles also check out the video of this podcast on our youtube channel it's linked in the description below that's all for now cheers and see you in the next episode